Yeah, hey y'all, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that hoopla. Christmas is over. Presents have been opened, and it's time to share a thought that was thought all over the world just a few days ago. Homemade crafts as Christmas gifts suck ass. Let me address the homemade crafts gift giver, if you will. Unless your name is Iola Borland, and you live across the street from Thelma Harper in Raytown, that homemade gift that you presented with such pride sucked. And the person or persons that you gave that scotch tape and foil gift to is too nice of a family member or friend to tell you that it sucked to your face. But I guarantee you, they and everyone there were thinking it. Look, we understand that you took out your foam wedges squeezed your perfectly swollen pedicured hoofs into those wedges, jump hurled your tank ass into that large SUV with the dog hair covered seats, drove down the street of your town with no regard to any other motorist, pull up to that Hobby Lobby, took up one and a half parking spaces, put your suitcase-sized purse in that bird-poop-covered shopping cart, leaned your candy-carrying bosom over the rail of that shopping cart, and moved your way into the Hobby Lobby, where you clucked it up with the other Hobby Lobby lobbyists. You waddled down the middle of the aisle that contained the brightest, neoniest, most sparkliest of items, loaded up your cart like the cameras from Supermarket Sweep were following you, stopped for a minute to criticize the items in the cart of someone that you don't know just to make yourself feel superior, rolled that overloaded cart to the 15-year-old frightened cashier, unfurled a Roman scroll of coupons, held up the line for 15 minutes arguing over the price you remember seeing on the shelves versus the price the 15-year-old rung up, request to speak to the 17-year-old manager, he just changes the price to get you out of the Hobby Lobby. You pay with your ex-husband's alimony debit card, get back to your house, flip on your Hallmark channel, and attempt to recreate a gift that you see. And then you presented that homemade, sequence neon, cardboard box glued, purple felted, magnetized, googly eyes, mylar music playing, shoehorn open having, pie tin spinning, pipe cleaner handled, zigzag, scissor cut out, toe tagging, crusted bling gift at Christmas. Homemade gifts are terrible. You are a terrible person for making Christmas all about you and everyone at the Christmas knew that, that you were full of it when you announced your plans to open an Etsy shop to sell gifts like the one you gave. Helen Keller would reject your homemade Hobby Lobby trash gifts. Stevie Wonder said it looked like crap. There, I said it. This is Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable Season 2. More for you. Well, welcome to Fat Guy Radio Show Season 2. More for you. I'm your host, Corey Blaze. Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable is a series of one-on-ones with me on YouTube because I don't have enough to do. This show is done in segments. I make them up as I go. And if you know the words... Feel free. Let's go in with social what? Now, 
Now, back in the day, like three years ago, if you had a social media account, you could stream pretty much anything live. Everybody could stream live. Nowadays, social media platforms have put some restrictions in place. Some set benchmarks to garner the functionality of live streaming. Most of these benchmarks are follower focused, meaning you have to gain a certain amount of followers in order to stream live. Just a few months ago, a podcast I often mention on Fat Guy Radio Show, The Michael Mara Show, they just hit the benchmark for streaming live on TikTok, and now they do. So understanding that it's not easy as it used to be to stream live on social media platforms, if you happen to meet the new standards for live streaming capabilities, you would think that privilege of streaming live would be utilized with worthwhile content, right? Well, I was scrolling through TikTok on the toilet again this week, and a TikToker that I do not follow showed up in my For You scroll, and it was his live stream. Now, I stuck with his live stream for a minute or two, and this is what I saw. Roll it. What is this guy doing? Nothing. Reading fake comments. I never tapped to watch live because, you know, when you do that, it shows everyone that you are that you're watching this TikToker's live stream. He's literally just sitting there. Then he leans back, gives a little wave to someone he sees, I guess. Look, the lengths you have to go through now to get the privilege of streaming live on TikTok, I think the requirement is like, what, a thousand followers at minimum now? And this is what this guy decides to stream? There are small businesses out there trying to, their damnness to reach 1,000 people to build their business and this dude somehow reached the threshold to stream live. And this is what he decides to stream. Fast forward the video by like two minutes. Fast forward the video for like two minutes. And let's see. Let's see what he's doing. I, 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 I bet it got better. Nope. Nothing. Same thing. Streaming live on, on TikTok and having to go through all the requirements. What this dude is doing is like the equivalent of having a Mercedes S-Class and you're riding the bus. Social media is broken, man. It is broken. I stuck with this guy for a while, though, because I wanted to bring it to y'all. I wanted to see how this stream was going to progress. Is it still rolling? All right, don't bump. Don't pause it. Let's go back in. Let's check. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Well, look, this is what we're going to do throughout the entire show. Let that video play. Let it play. OK. We're going to check back on this, this, this live stream. OK. And, and, and see how he's progressed throughout the show. OK. That's what we're going to do for today's episode. Meanwhile, let's transition with a baby laughing like a grown ass man. <laughs> All right, come on. You know you want it. It's my fat fake take. Well, she. It's about to be 2023, y'all. You ready? I'm is. 
Let's get this transition going. Let's ring in 2023 and see what lies ahead. I, 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 I have no one to kiss at the stroke of midnight. Shocker. I'll probably be asleep anyway. I'm old. Hell. Anyone that has spent more than two minutes with me knows I don't do resolutions. I used to broke them all. They never stick. A new year always gets me in the feels, though. I think about what the last year has taught me, what I would what what I would have loved to do differently. People that I lost money that I shouldn't have spent. And they play the song that brings me to tears every time I hear it. Old, old Lang Syne or odd Lang Syne, however you want to pronounce it. You know, should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all acquaintance be forgot in days of old Lang Syne? That was for the one snacker that said I should sneak sing more on the show. But I'm excited for 2023. You know, though I don't do resolutions, I do have some personal goals I want to accomplish, accomplish in the New year, they're personal, so I won't go into details. Hell, some aspects of my life have to stay mine being in this industry of show. But I will say my goals are in the financial, business, and relational realm. Yes, I said relational realm. If I can say anything to the masses of snackers watching me right now, just go into the new year with an expectation of good. You know what I'm saying? I have this old saying plastered around my house on signs and pictures everywhere. Live well, laugh often, love much. Let's do that in 2023. Expect good things and don't dwell on the things that don't go so well. I sound like Joel Osteen now. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Look, the last three years has been some of the most negative I've ever lived. You thought Rona was a pandemic? Negativity and hate is the real pandemic. It's going to be a new year. So lighten the up and wash your hands. And now, sorry, Studio Corey, but Green Screen Corey needs to pause the show because it's giveaway time. Now, before we get to this week's giveaway, it's time to look at last week's giveaway. Did you guess it correctly? Crap. Sorry. You got another chance this week's. Here's this week's new item. All right. Now that you have this week's item, leave a comment down below with a month and year that you think that item expired and then watch next week when the date is revealed. Now back to Studio Corey. Oh, here's a snake fighting a cat while being eaten by a frog. Anyone else see the girl, little girl that was just leaning down there in that video? I didn't, what in the, I didn't know frogs ate snakes is going on in that video. Mercy. All right. Well, you clearly watch a lot of YouTube videos. You're watching one right now. I rarely tell you not to watch something. But here in my fat fake take, take this with a grain of salt. 
Don't watch behind the scenes POV kitchen videos at McDonald's. Don't do it. They will ruin your McDonald's experience. It's not that bad things are being filmed in the kitchen of McDee's. It's the fact that these videos just cement the rejected reality of how non-food that food is. For years, damn near centuries now, we've all rejected the clear and present danger of McDonald's. We know the food ain't real. We've all watched the documentary of how McDonald's became McDonald's, yet we still ante up our bucks, open up our yucks, and swallow. The real-life POV McDonald's kitchen videos I'm talking about just brings everything into a new light. It's like when you watch them, you're staring at the thing that wants to kill you right in the eye. You know and I know the meat at McDonald's has been medically and scientifically proven to be non-digestible by the human digestive system, yet we chomp down millions of McDoubles every day. I don't want to see how the thing that is still inside me is being prepared. And these are some real videos from real people too. There's no lighting, the narration, editing, and special effects. And there sure as hell ain't no way these are sanctioned by McDonald's. They show too much of what's going on in the kitchen. The videos also display how dumb you can be, uh, 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 or dumb you can be to be a cook at McDonald's. If you can push a button and hear a beep, welcome to the McDonald's kitchen. All the machines do everything for you. There really isn't any real cooking happening in a McDonald's kitchen, according to these videos. Now, look, I'm sure it's like that for most fast food places, but I don't see any Jack in the Box kitchen POV videos online or, or Burger King POV videos online. Only videos we see of Burger King kitchens is dudes bathing in the sink. Remember this guy? <laughs> And that clip was posted to MySpace. Ooh, time warp. And before you start sending me mail and leaving comments, yes, I know it happened at Wendy's too, but this guy was first. The one fast food place that should have videos of their kitchen is Sonic, right? Have you gone? How, how, how you gonna go and trust a place that don't let anyone inside? At least at McDonald's, Burger King, and Jack in the Box, you can see somewhat of in the kitchen from the lobby. Sonic, try going through that door. It's like Fort Knox. No ass ain't getting past the glass in that bitch. We all know fast food ain't real food, and real food ain't fast. But we gonna need it because we are all rushing to get things done to the point that life's no fun. So we eat robot stove burgers served to us by someone who most likely masturbated in their car before clocking in. But don't watch these videos if you want to keep denying the truth. Sometimes it's warm under the wool over our eyes. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, I'm, they're telling me in my ear. Let's go back and let's get a status update on our TikTokers live stream.
this right here. Hi. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Still nothing there. Man, that's the most riveting TikTok live I've ever seen in my life. Okay, on to something more, but first take a look at this. Oh, y'all went to the depths of the black internet to find some of these clips today, didn't y'all? <laughs> Good night. All right, all right, all right, all right, we're back. It's time for economic arrogance. Economic arrogance. So last week, I'm driving on my way to shoot some basketball, as I do. Um, had the car radio on listening to my local FM station. And I hear a commercial for Tide. You know, the laundry detergent. So, for the record, I am a Tide consumer. I buy Tide. I don't do Tide Pods. I do the Tide H-E, whatever the hell that means. But I'm a faithful Tider at my local washing machine. After hearing this radio commercial for Tide, it made me think about what was being said or conveyed in that com in that commercial that really wasn't being said. I got home that night and from and I uh, got home that night from work and I had to look up this commercial. It stuck in my craw the entire time after I heard it um, on the radio. So in the commercial, Tide is comparing itself to a bargain brand detergent and pointing out how much water the bargain brand has versus the amount of water Tide has. Here's a TV version of the radio commercial that I heard in the car. Roll it, guys. Roll it. Laundry juice, the bargain jug. That's a huge jug of detergent. Yeah. Isn't it a bargain? You know that bargain detergent is 85% water, right? Really? It's this much water. So I'm just paying for watery soap. That's why I use Tide Pods. They're super concentrated, so... I'm paying for clean, not water. Bingo. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. It's got to be Tide Pods. Now, what jumped out at me? This, at the bottom of the screen. And on the radio spot, this was said on the radio. Based on the leading liquid bargain detergent. I know you've seen this in lots of commercials or you maybe just haven't paid attention to it. So if I'm understanding this little disclaimer at the bottom of the Tide commercial correctly, Tide is not the leading bargain detergent because why would Tide compare itself to itself? So this means there is a liquid, a liquid bargain detergent that is leading Tide in the detergent market. So I thought more. If the liquid bargain detergent is leading Tide so much that Tide is comparing itself to the leader, then there must be a reason the bargain, the bargain detergent is the leader, right? Tide must have missed the mark somewhere, didn't they? Or they wouldn't be the leading or if they, if they didn't miss the mark, Tide would be the leading liquid bargain detergent. In this particular commercial, Tide is showcasing how 
they have more soap in their detergent than water. Maybe, just maybe, having more water is what's appealing to the market. That's only logical because the leading liquid bargain detergent has more water and they are leading. They would not be a bar. They would not be the bargain detergent leader if people weren't buying the bargain detergent. So it almost seems like Tide is underselling itself in its attempt to sell itself. Not only is Tide telling us that they are not the leader, they're also revealing they are not a bargain. Now, people have always said you get what you pay for. And clearly, from this one little line at the bottom of the screen, people are getting what they paid for. They paid a bargain. They got more water than soap. And it's a proven fact that someone else is the market leader over Tide. You can't lead without followers. Somebody's following the leading market. Now, I've never seen a commercial for the leading bargain detergent. So how did they become the leading liquid bargain detergent? I can only surmise they accomplished this by not running expensive TV and radio ads and just appealing to a market of people that want to save money. In addition, water isn't something bad, right? It wasn't the last time I checked. So you save a buck or two and you get water. Not really seeing a bad thing here. Maybe they are arguing that your clothes won't get as clean. But to that, someone would say, in older times, they beat their clothes against the rock in a river. Tide nor the leading liquid bargain detergent existed then. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Yeah, I'm pretty much sure that I'm overthinking this, but it's a fun trip, right? And it was com and I was completely sober during this train of thought. You're welcome, America. Well, before you go, um, my baby niece came by the house uh, the other day um, after taking a trip to plan the snow up in Flagstaff this past weekend and being the proud uncle, Uncle Corey, that I am. I wanted to show off our selfie we took. Oh, that's uncle's little terror of a niece. <laughs> All my kids are hairy and opinionated now, so she's the only little one I have left to spoil. Too bad her skinny-ass daddy can't stop COVID sucking so I can spend more time with them, but that's, uh, that's uh, what we're here for. Uncle loves you, Bea. I love you. Um, so my niece is only six years old, right? And when she, um, when she came by the house, she gets out of the car. I'm standing there in my garage doorway. That picture was in my driveway. And uh, she starts to run up to my open arm, but she stops, looks me in the eye, and she asks, are you sick? And I didn't think nothing of it at the time. You know, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but damn, is that what it's come to? Our kids have to check if someone is sick before hugging them? I was taken aback after she left about that. I mean, I didn't say nothing at the time. And at the time, in true uncle form, I asked her back. I said, do you have RSV, Rona, CPR, VCR? And shockingly enough, she said she did have a case 
a VCR last week. She's six. Well, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Thank you for joining me for another Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable Season 2. More for you. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. And thank you to all of those that have subscribed to the channel. Turn on the alerts so you'll never miss a new snackable or live stream of Fat Guy Radio Show. New show stream live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Arizona time. Visit FatGuyRadioShow.com. Support our sponsors so we can continue to bring you shows like this for free. And for something a little more spicier, check out my bonus show Afterburn at FatGuyRadioShow.com slash Afterburn. Follow us on all social media, share and like what we post. Doing that helps spread the word about the hard work we do to entertain you in a different way. And it doesn't cost you anything but a click of the mouse. I'm your host, Corey Blaze for Fat Guy Radio Show Snackable. Happy New Year. See you all next week. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and my peace of mind. I'm tired of looking around looking for what I want to do and who I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be anything other than me. Hey, hey. I love Gavin DeGraw. You know Gavin DeGraw, right? If you don't know Gavin DeGraw, get out. <laughs> I'm kidding.